Is it is it beard? Why would it why would it just be white? I don't know. Yeah, the beardal white wait, was it, Were you saying were you was that a beardal sandwich of white or was that like beardal white beard? All beards white beards. <laughs> I think that's what I'm saying. <laughs> We're we're testing again. We're oh, super good at this. Sorry. Get over here. Yeah, uh, you're hey. you're you're bad at that. Hey, hey. hey it's me, uh, expert. Nope. Time nope. traveler, it's Doc time. Brown. Doc Brown. It, nope, it's dead. <laughs> Marty. Nope. <laughs> that, that a weird accent. Dude. <laughs> where would that where would that might have gone <laughs> if I hadn't been here to hear you for you? I don't know. <laughs> you didn't have anywhere? You... Improv, baby. It's called, right. Laying it's, the tracks as you go. It's called pulling a Steven. You open your mouth expecting yeah. something useful will come out, uh, and then nothing comes. Marty, <laughs> you gotta get the train to go faster with colorful smoke. That is a that's, reference. Uh, that's not, it's not really a reference. It's more like reading... <laughs> Reading notes that were written on the side of, in the margins of the script. Marty, give me your hoverboard so I can save my future wife. I feel like it's turning into something else. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I would have to let it evolve further to know exactly where it's going. Mar- <laughs> no, keep going. We can just sound test. Marty, your forever. dad's fading away from the photograph, and so are all of your kids and brother. <laughs> Everyone, actually, except your dad, I suppose. Also, his Dad's kid- still in the picture. Dad's not actually in the picture. It's just you and your siblings. <laughs> I like this new game of me remembering a movie while attempting to do a character from the movie. You know, this is like, this is just exactly how Rick and Morty dialogue comes to its end form. Yep, pretty much. People just shouting? I feel like whatever his really name is... Really just one dude shouting. Yeah, whatever that dude's name is, um, that like Justin sounds something. so... Yeah, Justin Roiland. Yep. He like reads a Dan Harmon script once and <laughs> then tries to repeat it. While while throwing up on himself. <laughs> yeah. I assume that that part's real. Yeah. Ooh, I'm syllabant today. Ah, sass. I gotta work on that. Sass. Keep my mouth... Sass. My mouth is a little sticky, you guys. Sassafras. So something you guys don't know. Uh, are, are we recording? are we officially cold opening now? Yeah, why not? <laughs> something you guys something you guys don't know. Before you come here to do the podcast, uh-huh. uh, every week or other week or intermittently. Yeah, I take when the, we feel like it. I take the toothbrushes or teeth brushes, I like to call them. Okay, off of Tooth my sink brush. and brush. Yeah. Uh, and I take them off my sink and put them in the cupboard in the bathroom because mouth scrapers. Wow, I guess that's a tongue scraper. I mean, yeah, that's a yeah, that's, that's a different thing. Um, I mean, maybe that's like an overarching genre. Mouth abrasion yeah. sticks. <laughs> Again, I think you're. I think you're working harder now. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you take anyway, your tooth- I take the toothbrushes. Yeah. yeah. I put them in the Which cupboard. Which describe exactly what they are yeah. already. Yes. Uh, I put them in the cupboard. Because seeing other people's toothbrushes seems gross for some reason, right? Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, I I think of it as just like, oh, good for them. <laughs> you know, keeping it. Wait, are you? Wait, since since I've I've had a one hundred percent success rate of putting my toothbrushes away, <laughs> uh-huh. do you think that I have never brushed my teeth? I'm gonna be honest with you. I have never thought about your dental hygiene. <gasps> Why do you not think about my dental hygiene? I guess Don't you care about Steven at all? I care about the rest of Steven. Don't you know how sure. much gum disease I is care about the beard. Now the beard's gone. Mortality? So maybe I'll focus on your teeth now. Yeah. I care about everybody's dental For hygiene. I find seeing other people's tooth is brush uh, only puts pressure on me to not drip like hand wash water onto it. That and is, a lot of people uh, place their tooth as brush in a bad spot. So that's also part of the reason why I do it. Yes, um, is because I don't want you to be self conscious about it and then become like whiz. What people are gonna whiz on your toothbrush? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, they'll drip water like whiz water onto the toothbrush. I can digress <laughs> about I can digress <laughs> about my bathroom strategies in a moment. Okay, <laughs> wait, this you're not already. <laughs> no, this was a specific. This was a specific. This is merely a habit, a yeah. foible, if you will. Aha, uh-huh. an affectation. <laughs> um, no. Uh, so I put them away, except for like two hours ago. I went. Oh, people are coming to do the podcast. I should start cleaning up. 
So uh, I went to we're put not the... just people. We're the co-hosts. Oh, no, no, no. My other better podcast came before you oh, guys came. Oh, I see. Also, I'm um, not just a co-host. I'm the host. Okay. Um, oh, do we need to do that? Well, yeah, but we haven't started yet. Oh. Like, this is just a cold open. Oh, nice. No one needs to know who we are. Um, right. The mystery is what keeps us excited. <laughs> yeah. Right. There's suspense. Because um, this will be their first episode. <laughs> wow, a hundred and something of crap. Yeah, I'll start with this one. <laughs> um, so anyways, about two hours ago, I picked up the toothbrushes, tooths brush, mm. um, to put them away. Forgot what I was doing and just brushed my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Which wouldn't have been super problematic except for I set them back down yep. uh-huh. and then repeated the process about 40 minutes ago <laughs> yeah. before walking out of the bathroom and realizing... Shit, I was supposed to put those away. Here's a question. This was the explanation uh, for why I'm pretty sibilant today because my mouth is kind of sticky from brushing my teeth too many times in the last hour and a half. How many to times did you brush it? How long did the cycle that, go for? Two, two, I, I've brushed my teeth twice in the last like. Shouldn't I, that make your teeth like extra smooth? Like there's no rough patches anymore. Like you're just wait, slipping through. What happens? What has to happen to your teeth before you think it's time to brush them? <laughs> Rough patches? <laughs> You've never, like... Mike eats a lot of candy. Look, like, feel... I mean, it's like not going to work for you because you because you lemons. brush your teeth every hour on the 40. <laughs> but, <laughs> Apparently, it's every hour on the 40. But, like, if you go, like, a normal, like, you know, for me... 24-hour period because yep. my teeth are awesome and I don't have to brush them twice a day. What? what? That's gross. <laughs> That's just presumptuous. You're just being presumptuous about your mouth. I'm working from like yeah, a 33-year history of one sort of, cavity ever. Uh, do you have some sort whatever. of expert like expert like opinion or grading of your teeth? Like like do you have like a comic book style grading of your teeth that say that they're Ooh, too awesome yeah. to need to brush? No, I just And shouldn't you have those in cellophane? <laughs> yeah, you should. I, I Nine don't. 9.8, bro. No, here's, here's the secret. Bay. Here's the secret. You just eat like a fat, gluttonous pig. Okay. And you don't let that food stay in your mouth for very long. Oh, I oh, see. Oh, that's not. So by not I mean, savoring look, any meal in your entire no, life. No, you savor it by eating more of it. <laughs> <laughs> see, all I'm hearing is mitigation strategies. <laughs> huh. Yeah. So. So well, the get theme. ready for that theme song. <laughs> yeah, that's. I also brush my teeth, just for the record. To the people out there listening, how could the show be bad? Just enjoy it live from the spider room. The Internet Hotel Dropkick We three young chucklers I give that the Smith's thumb of approval Oh, god damn it I set a standard as the sexiest host <laughs> of this show You have no idea how hard it is to find headphones That are big enough to fit around my top hat Idiot, you idiot, 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 you idiot Too good No, not good Podcasturbation You call it a tie, but I call it a cravat I hate the world I am a sociopath. <laughs> Come on, let's be honest. This is about me. You can get like 20 ducks at a time in the mail. This is like my worst nightmare. What is happening here? What is happening here? What is happening here? Hello and welcome to How Could This Show Be Bad? Hooray! Uh, yay! Now I am. It's a podcast, yes. and we're doing it. it. It's, it's night nice time. time. It's, it's a, a nice time. <laughs> Podcasting at night. night on a weekday <laughs> with friends, with some friends. Well, people, people that come over, people, people, people that come over. Oh. oh, wow! This just <laughs> got away from you. <laughs> Second cold open. No, no, that's horrible. Hi, of course, I'm your host, Mike Linden. Oh, <laughs> with me as always, co-host Dan Linden. Marty, you gotta go back to the. F- does does wow. he ever actually say "Back to the Future"? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which when? You oh, got- I did, but like way, like when he's already in the past. That's how. That's the point. Well, also, at the end, when he's in the present, he's like, "You got to come back with me to the back future." Where? Back to the future. Oh yeah. And okay. then name check name. It's the name of the movie. Let's ba, all ba, go ba, and ba, be ba, ready ba, for ba, a sequel. Ba, ba. 
Everybody you don't need roads where we're going. Next time, like a year, it's not going to be 1985. It's not going to be 1985 anymore. Why do I always get introduced last? (laughs) (laughs) And of course, also also, Biff is in charge. (laughs) Co-host Stephen Montenegro. That's a pretty good uh, Back to the Future image to have for the introduction to Stephen Montenegro. Biff is in charge. charge. Kinda. Stephen Biff is in charge. Montenegro. You're like the Biff of this podcast. I don't feel good about this. <laughs> I mean, if we're going okay, if we're going entirely on Back to the Future characters, you are the closest thing we have to a Biff. What? You kind. I mean, less rapey. Yeah, Certainly way less, less rapey. Way less rapey. I mean, <laughs> okay. Here, your choice. It might just be because you don't have a beard anymore. <laughs> I mean, look, look. look I- I have the same lack of jawline that he has. Sure. But, I mean, like, you know, you're the one who's just like, hey, I'm going to antagonize you, person I've only met briefly. Your mean guy always has a vague Chicago accent for some reason. <laughs> that was an accent? <laughs> no, just so, something in the way you said, hey. Hey. Um, hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, I'm Biff from Back to the Future. <laughs> I've got an almanac that shows me what sports to bet on to take over a city, I assume, right? It's just the city. He's not like emperor of the world, right? <laughs> I, I, I think he just owns a casino. He's like the Donald Trump of that town, right? In the future, in the evil future? Uh, yeah. yeah. Or evil present? Is it the... It's, it's the present. Evil evil present. present. Yeah, it's an alternate yeah. present. Yeah, he's yeah. like Donald Trump of uh, 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 whatever town. Hill Valley. Hill Valley. Or... Hell Valley. Because uh, of that alternate. Good going graffiti artist. Yeah. Yeah. You really, you really nailed it for us audience members to understand what was happening. It was a swear, though. So they oh. had to get a PG-13. <laughs> <laughs> no one would have gone if it was just PG. Right. Uh, God, I have not seen those movies in a long time. Uh, really? Mm-mm. You're doing life wrong. Why? You should watch Back to the Future all the time. Do they hold up? Uh, well, at least the first one. Yeah, I mean, every subsequent one is just garbage, but also worth watching for that reason. But, uh, okay. I mean, I mean not like Crystal Skull garbage. Sure, no. but, but they're definitely diminishing returns as you continue in the franchise. I mean, that's the... I mean, anybody that anybody that with a modern adult sensibility in the modern world watches the first Back to the Future movie and thinks that they left themselves anywhere to go but the places that they did, like, <laughs> is kidding themselves. I see. They only had... Biff runs dystopian future and Old West with Will Smith and mechanical spiders. No, nope. on that last sentence that you spoke, like I was spake. I was about Ugh. I was about five words behind at all times in like catching that comma up to like yeah, the end of that like precursor. But you what, got there, right? What did you just? Yeah, eventually. And, what and did you listeners just say? can and listeners can rewind it and and check it against reality. Like it took me a. a I I kept thinking that like he had he had finished the first clause of the sentence which was over and over again which was the really long thing that he said and then like minus it was actually two the, words of that it was sentence. actually yeah it was actually the dependent clause that I left out front yeah um not to diagram the sentence too heavily like I said listeners can rewind this right and they can write it out just know that the fulcrum of someone that write sentence it, someone write that sentence way out. way out to the right somebody write that sentence out and email it to us because I barely understand what we're talking and about. and try to write it like on like a triangle where like the comma yeah. would be so that like it re- you can see how unbalanced the teeter-totter would be movable type <laughs> but here's the thing. That's not what movable type means. <laughs> I, I just want to please, make- please do use a printing press when you're doing this project. <laughs> I'd like to believe that that's what it means. Yeah, Back be- to the Future 4. Movable Redefining type. Redefining movable type. Uh, Marty, you got to stop Gutenberg. He's, <laughs> he's going to allow lay people to understand religion. <laughs> Gutenberg got a hold of that sports almanac. It doesn't do him any good. <laughs> Informationally, but the fonts, Marty, they're way too advanced. Marty, you gotta go back and save Gutenberg. <laughs> Turns out China's the only literate empire on Earth, and they took over way too early. Again, took over again. Like no, f- no, I don't, none <laughs> of us followed you there. Like, I mean, look, we knew what you were saying. We yeah. just didn't come along for the ride because it did not interest us. You don't want to see Marty McFly fight the communist emperor of Earth. Played, of course, by uh, Tom. Whatever that old man that that old man that was Cassandra's dad in Wayne's World Two. 
So China, like... What is that guy's name? So China takes over in no. Gutenberg times, but, like... Not in Gutenberg times. It's like, they just... Because... Oh, because Gutenberg... Didn't make Europe literate. <laughs> China just kept spreading their sweet, sweet literate powers... And just took over like centuries before they inevitably will take over. Oh. Is what I'm saying. All right. But. Because, I mean, in Back to the Future lore. Yeah. Japan took over. Did they? Yeah. Remember that uh, McFly had like the Japanese boss in the future? Mm, oh, maybe. He fired him. Yes. With his uh, almighty Japanese powers. Yes. It's like. <laughs> This might be getting, like, 80s racist. Well, it was 80s racist. That's what I'm saying. Totally, like, it was totally Thinking 80s. back on it now. Well, of course, wait a minute. Of course it was 80s racist. Like, the whole inciting incident of the movie is Libyans drive around a shopping whoa, mall. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Yes. Can you be racist against just Libyans? Or... Is it possible that the motivation for making them Libyans uh -huh. was that we were actually having, you know, weapons issues. of mass destruction issues with Libya? I guess. Or at least supposed weapons of mass destruction issues with Libya. So you're saying... The more things change, am I right? Are you saying Zemeckis <laughs> was in the pocket of Ronald Reagan? I think that that's likely. Hmm. Hmm. Reagan was an actor. And a cowboy as pointed at some out point. in that movie. <gasps> or well, the second one. Yeah. Yeah. No. No, the first one. First one. Yep. So he's like, uh, or the third one? I, Which no, one was it? The first one. The third one existed before TV and movies. Because the first one point? is because when he's first, in the it first one. No, no, no. But the but the beginning of the third one. <laughs> <laughs> the beginning of the no. third one basically repeats the whole. And like, we'll be right back. <laughs> I'll get the show back. <laughs> uh, yeah. In the meantime, we'll play a clip of uh, '80s racist uh, Japanese boss from that movie. What was that movie with Michael Keaton where they had to, like, John Henry the car factory gung before ho. Japan? Yeah, gung-ho. Except they didn't John Henry it. They actually realized, oh, the Japanese are totally right and yeah. this is way more efficient. Yes, that was my <laughs> point. And they embraced all <laughs> of was, their management. That, my contention is that John Henry would have been the true hero of that story if he had just learned to operate an electric steam shovel. George Went. Uh, He's in that movie. Well, I mean, in blackface as John Henry? No. But, like... Whoa. But, like, didn't, like, the American way sort of John Henry in that? By... Well, yes. Michael Keaton. No, the American spirit. The yes, Japanese exactly. way. The Japanese way won out because they were like, oh, this is actually a much better of building a car. But, I mean, but... like, it died. Like, because it died by mm -hmm. taking on the Japanese method of doing things. And we'll be right back. And having the show be back. <laughs> no, because I made some, like, promises about putting clips in the middle. I don't want to do that. Michael... Yeah, no, I... <laughs> Michael Keaton teaches the Japanese consultant how to get drunk and have a good time. So, yes, the American spirit wins. Yeah. Uh, yes. Whiskey. Yeah. The only truly American spirit, unless you're Irish or Scottish. Do they have, like, a trading whiskey for sake kind of deal I don't happen? remember, but I, I can see that I'm happening. Sure that there's a, I'm sure that there's some sort of bourbon thing that happens. In the, Japanese businessmen are crazy for bourbon. Well, sure. Why wouldn't they be? Are we still being '80s racist? Or no, 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 no. This is like a real thing. All right. Like, like uh, they are like they're they're like collectors of bourbon. It's a it's a common affectation amongst upper middle class Japanese businessmen now. So we're because the Scottish people to Japanese people. Yeah, except for I think they are went through a Scotch phase. I think it's just a phase. But it's something like, you know. Is it just a general businessman thing? Because I kind of feel like bourbon is on the rise in America as well. Yeah. Or it was. Yeah, no, it's gone the, here now, I think. Well, I mean, it's around. Well, it'll never die. Yeah, I mean. It's America's whiskey. Right. Yeah. Like, but that's what I'm saying, is I think that's why, is because, like, legally to be called bourbon. Yes. Yeah. It must be produced in Kentucky. Right. Um, In white oak barrels, I believe. Ooh. Oh, well. Um. Can I just take a minute to point out you that may. in a matter of minutes, yeah. we got to the point where I use the term 80s racist as if that were an acceptable <laughs> behavior. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, there's I, a, like I had to check a, in to see if we were still being 80s racist <laughs> as if that were okay. There's a specific brand of racism from the 80s <laughs> that it is almost, if not as of this exact podcast, right. okay to find quaint now. I see. Because we're white. Right. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's like... Oh, we should clarify for listeners. We're all white. Right. I feel like... Uh, oh, no. We, we, we entitled that one episode. Yeah, title we're of white. one of our episodes. <laughs> right. They know. 
with friend of the show Chad Martin. Indeed. Right. Uh, yeah, I feel like once you're a certain distance from the racism, it becomes quaint uh-huh. because there's no longer the threat that you fully endorse it anymore. Yeah. Um, Unlike modern day racism, right. which like if you say it, maybe you're just like trying to paper over something. Of course. What if you're that attitude that you just explained that yeah. I am fully on board with for the purposes of this conversation <laughs> right. is in an, in and of itself racist. But yeah, well I'm just. Uh... But we're white, you guys. We're white. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everything we do is okay. That's why. That's my point. Huh. So is this a is this. Are we now making racist jokes, or are we making jokes about racism? I'm pretty sure we. I'm, I'm pretty sure we just created our audition tape to be writers on Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, we're white. It's okay. <laughs> None of us are Jews, though, and I think that like, I think that Seth MacFarlane like tends to like tends to like go the no no, no I'm Jewish. It's okay thing. I feel like we're finally Is gotten... he Jewish. I think so. MacFarlane. That's a real Jewish name. I'm pretty sure he's Jewish, though. Huh. Um. Uh. They. Uh, I mean, they make fun of Jews a lot on Family Guy. They make fun of a lot of things a lot on Family Guy, including <laughs> like the fact that they, like, even they are. Oh. Yeah. No, I wasn't saying that it was okay for him to be. Ra- he thought it was okay to be racist because he was Jewish. Mm. I was saying like, you know, Jews can make fun of Jews because they're Jews. Like, so I was countering my own point about him potentially. Uh, being uh, about the writing staff potentially being all white, I maybe see. they're just racist. Sure, <laughs> whatever or lazy. We'll be right back in Hogan. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, well. Welcome back, Hogan. <laughs> Show me back. Oh, that was real. No, <laughs> no, not until I do it. It's only real when I do it. Oh. Yeah, but it's very useful to move conversation along when I do it. Uh, sure. It's like a blackout. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's... We can say that we're white. <laughs> so, so we, so we've all done improv. Yeah, every white person has taken at least one improv class. Ugh, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um. So this is a nighttime record. It is. Uh, how bad cast nights? Yes, it's how bad cast nights. No one made us a cocktail this time, unfortunately. Yeah. No signature cocktail. I mean, no, I could have done that. We're... Well, you didn't <laughs> present it as an option. You guys, why do I have to always present things as an option? What is this? The fifties? I gotta. <laughs> I, I have to invite you into my drawing parlor. Is that a thing? Fifties. I don't understand. What is this? The twenties? What are we vampires? <laughs> What? <laughs> what are we, <laughs> Roaring Twenties Vampires? <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd watch that show. <laughs> roaring Twenties, the Gay Twenties Vampires. <laughs> nope, that was the 1890s. Uh. <laughs> the Roaring Twenties Vampires. Turns out you were right. Fuck you. <laughs> it's okay. You're white. Oh. Uh, all right. <laughs> I don't even know what that one meant. No. Nope. Uh, white like the walking corpse of vampire. <laughs> Was that supposed vampire? to be the name of the a vampire? vampire? Yeah, vampire. So you're a vampire, vampire named vampire? Yes. Because because he hasn't learned to control those fangs yet, and he just keeps biting his tongue? It's very awkward. Are you the first vampire? And like, I'm the first American Are you Willem vampire. Dafoe? <laughs> Willem Dafoe. Wait, why is Willem Dafoe the first vampire? Wasn't he the first vampire in that movie about the first movie about I, vampires? I thought he was just the no, only just vampire they met. I thought he was the only one they'd met. He was the first vampire movie star. Yeah. Yeah. In that movie about that movie about <laughs> about that first movie about vampires. Yeah. Right. Malkovich. Yes. Yeah. Being John Sha- Malkovich. Shadow of the Vampire. Jeez. It's called Shadow of the Vampire. Yeah, we know. We'll be right back. Not everyone knows. Don't they? I'm trying to let the listeners behind oh, the curtain we, of we, movie is knowledge. Is this an educational they can, one? They can pause in IMDb. What are they going to look up? No, the, the movie where Willem <laughs> Dafoe is the first vampire in the movie about the first vampire, first I vampire bet it would come movie up. movie? I bet it would come up. Yeah. I bet it would come up. <laughs> it absolutely would. Can that be our new slogan, by the way? Especially since Which the they, movie was actually called Shadow of the Vampire. IMDb. Uh... They could pause an IMDb. Right. Marty. How do we, like, so these must be, like. You have to go back to 1885 in 
Eastern Europe <laughs> to stop Biff from murdering me. Wait, wait what? <laughs> wait, wait. So in this vampiric, in this vampiric Back to the Future sequel, yeah, let's explore this. Okay, so were you a ghost or a vampire? <laughs> it was the ghost of the vampire who had traveled to through ni- time to nineteen. 19- no, can an unholy no. monster be murdered? Hold on. The ghost travels very slowly. I'm pretty sure there's clear-cut rules about how you murder a vampire. So it took the ghost a hundred years to travel from Transylvania <laughs> to Hill Valley, 1985. Wait, what I'm saying is murder is like a legal thing. Right. Uh, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> like I don't think Marty, we, I don't think vampires have, have rights to, under the law. You, you, you have down. to collect evidence to prove that this was my killer. <laughs> so like if you so like what you're saying, what you're saying is if you drive a stake through a vampire's heart that yeah. you've rubbed in garlic and like silver or something yeah, while sure. crossing running water. Uh-huh. Um at a crossroads. You probably you're probably not going to have to worry about pleading that down to manslaughter too. Yeah, I think all like all vampires, like any movie monster, I believe yeah. is automatically considered like uh property. You think it would be <laughs> it's just chattel? Like <laughs> chattel? <laughs> well, it's certainly IP. Yeah. Uh, well, if you but like okay, if you killed That's Fra- why hence Nosferatu is If you killed Dracula. Frankenstein's monster though, there would definitely be that argument in court. Uh, like this was just a, a oh, yeah, just property of a mad doctor of this, a Oh yeah yeah he could yeah he could sue in like conciliation court yeah. like yeah small claims court yeah like not only a robot but a prototype robot is what he would say but made out of people parts yeah so he could actually like an organic so, robot so there's a couple of legal yeah. arguments here he could probably recover damages that would replace both the uh expense and effort in terms of time. Dr. Frankenstein? Yes, okay. for the research and development because you've destroyed his prototype. Yeah. yeah. On the other hand, he may have not had a right to legally claim that prototype as his either physical or intellectual property since almost all of the component parts were stolen. True. And oh, also wow. And also as like actual human parts, could you argue that like at least, like, the main torso human mm. had been brought back to life, and now he's been re-murdered. Or could you say that the killer of Frank's monster is actually a multi- like, it is a multi-count murder, because- Now you're getting back to vampire murder. Am I? That was a pun on count. Ugh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 1985. 1986. <laughs> What's Ninth, I'm counting up to 2015. <laughs> 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 Where we're going, we don't need roads, because I can transform into a cloud of insects or a bat. How does that help Marty? Uh, you can ride in my clown car. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Guys, this I'm, is a clown I'm white. I took improv classes. <laughs> Went off the rail a bit there. Ugh. <laughs> oh. Um, oh man, now I, I really want to do a Back to the Future Van Helsing mashup, like, <laughs> like we're stumbling into right now. So Van Helsing would be Biff, then? I guess. Yeah. Why? Why? So why? <laughs> <laughs> so wait, Marty is Marty what? is like Dracula's daughter thing. Uh, I guess or, uh, Dracula's bri- daughter bride thing. Daughter thing. <laughs> Like, concubine. That's the word I'm looking for. Wow, daughter was an unfortunate <laughs> choice of words yes, to begin was. that with. Would, uh, did he, like, I mean, if he sires her into vampirdom. Like, no, Marty is just, like, Marty is. I'm you're right. Marty would. Marty is Harker. Marty is, like, his assistant who comes. Oh, so Dracula's Biff. No, Dracula was killed by Biff. <laughs> and Marty. <laughs> Marty is, is Biff's assistant. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't understand. Biff. <laughs> Marty is Biff's assistant. Biff, no. Biff is Dracula. Dracula Brown. It's trying to talk Biff's assistant into stopping Biff from killing him. Because the moral of the story is vampires should take over the world. <laughs> oh, I'm crying. Oh. I love Dracula so much. Name of the show. <laughs> Holy crap. 
This is our special. This is our. This is our first of three special Halloween spooktaculars. Now. Yes, absolutely. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. The uh, drag the knife is coming back this week, of course. Oh, uh, co- oh, right, of course. This is our first October show. Yep. I forgot. I forgot. This is the month where Mike plays that one song at any opportunity. Well, I mean, there are other Halloween songs. If there's plays. anybody out there, yeah, who has the weird. Uh, and the kid who wears 3D glasses for no reason, he also lives there. <laughs> if there's anybody who has the weird... That was a Back to the Future Drac the Knife crossover. Yep. The weird, like, Dracula novelty album that Drac the Knife came from. Ooh. I thought it was and, an entirely, like... And they know how to find the whole album. It's not on the internet? Uh, We've made many attempts. I have found Drac the Knife, and I have found I Want to Bite Your Hand. Oh, and they're oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's a real steep slope after Drag the Knife. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that they had that one good idea, and for some reason didn't know Seven Inches existed. <laughs> uh, they gotta they gotta fill up that studio. By time. steep slope, you of course mean like gaping hole, starting at the bottom of a chasm, <laughs> right? Yeah, like a Japanese mountain. Whoa, what? What I'm that? being timely. A mountain in Japan exploded. Oh. but the, So like a volcano? Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> it was a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> we could have just left it. We'll be right back. We'll <laughs> be back. Oh. Oh, being 80s racist about <laughs> mountains. I don't think that that... Uh, <laughs> my, my definition of 80s racist is now simply <laughs> referring to Japan. Japan. Wait, oh. wait. But isn't that the modern conservative definition of uh, of racism? Well, Acknowledging that there are different races is the modern conservative definition of racism. Oh. Uh, yeah, I suppose. What you are guys, we talking about now? Rush Limbaugh is colorblind. <laughs> oh. Is that why he has that solid gold microphone, even though no one can see it? Yeah, he doesn't know <laughs> that it's not just a regular microphone. I see. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. That guy's not ostentatious at all. No. He also has a monogrammed chair that he sits on. Gross. Why do we... So, someone must see it or we wouldn't know this. I don't... Yeah. I mean, they have footage that they play clips of on the Daily Show all the time. Yeah. So, so he must have he must have a TV show so or like have maybe like there's a, like a Rush Limbaugh dot TV yeah or like yeah like a like a like a Roku channel ooh yeah Rushku <laughs> Rushku yeah like because uh, Glenn Beck has like his own m- media empire well media like nation state artificial island <laughs> yeah artificial <laughs> island uh, garbage float in the in the Pacific uh. What now? Glenn Beck has Wait, like Wait, didn't he want to actually do that a couple years ago? Didn't he want to start like his own? I don't think it was him. I think city... it was. I think he supported that crazy, oh, that crazy yeah, Idaho right. billionaire. Yeah, that's right. He was just he just supported it publicly. Well, yeah, publicly like, as publicly as. What were they going to call his, it? Uh, like uh, Freedomville or something? Galt Island, I think. Galt. 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 <laughs> was that the name of the crazy billionaire? No, that's the name of uh, some dude in Atlas Shrugged, yep. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yes. <laughs> Marty, you have to go back to whenever Ayn Rand was alive and stop her from making a bunch of annoying people. <laughs> I mean, you got to get more specific than when she was alive for that. Before I think. she wrote those books and anyone cared about them. There you go. Okay. Yeah, actually, you don't even need to go back to when she wrote them. You need to go back to 80 years later. 40 years later, <laughs> when some dumb asshole realized that, like, when some dumb asshole realized that, like, well, these weren't very good at the time, so no one read them. But now they perfectly prove my point that I very poorly thought out. Everybody needs to read these. Nice. Wait, was that your point? Yes. Okay. What? You want them to read them? Steven Montenegro wants all of our listeners to read Ayn Rand. Yes. I guess that we're getting. Yes. So that they've, uh, in the same way as, like, reading the Bible, like, makes you go, what? <laughs> wow, we have, we are taking some bold stances. I mean, it's okay because we're white, but, um. Oh. The Catholics knew what was up. That is such a succinct way of putting it. It just makes you go, what? <laughs> Wait, what? What? <laughs> 
Sorry, I was just channeling myself at 12. <laughs> Wait, what? You read the whole Bible at 12? Uh, I don't think I made it through it at 12. I read Well, it. but wasn't your guys' Bible like a weird, like, abridged version? Like, <laughs> no, no. In, like, comic book form? You guys well, are Lutheran, I mean, all, right? All of them Certainly are abridged. Those, right. Yeah, you guys They're are all Lutheran. collections. Certainly those books existed, though, and I'm sure we had one at Wait, least. Wait, do you... Are, uh, <laughs> Wait, what are you again? Like Mennonite or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the part of my family that never made me go to their church. <laughs> uh, what Bible do you have? Do you have like the like a Book good, of Enoch and stuff? Like a good proper Catholic Bible? <laughs> yeah. What? Like it's like it's 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 at least twice as long as yours. <laughs> Is it all in Latin? How else would we feel so bad after reading it? I feel like there's there was plenty in the in our Lutheran Bible. Like, do doesn't yours have like pictures and junk? No. Well, I mean, I mean look, some, I don't understand other religions. Some Bibles have pictures of them for the youngins. Wait, did, did Martin Luther, like, rip out a bunch of Bible pages? No. That seems like the exact opposite of no, what he one of the popes I think by, did. I, yeah, I think by that point they were still arguing about what the Bible was. Yeah. Like, a pope was like, these are dumb. And it's just like, meh. Which, wh what, what period are we talking about right like now? Like, Nicene. No, You're talking about, like, Nicene. I have no idea. Well, but that's when they determined what the Bible was. Yeah. yeah, so why does the Catholic Bible have more books? Oh, oh. Dan is, I, I believe that Dan is, dis, I, it's, that's not the thing. That's not true. I just made that up. Like, I was, I was diminishing, I was diminishing Protestantism as a real religion. Well, I mean, it like is pretty fractured. What can it do? Comedic effect. It's not like yeah. they need their help. Uh, your help. It's not like, wait, can we take that again? Yeah. yeah. It's not like they need your help. Uh, uh, sorry, I, I talked over that. Yeah, let's, let's, one more time. let's wait for a clean punch. And yeah. three. It's not like they need your help. Oh! oh! Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> yeah. Take it, large faction of Christians, but not all of them. <laughs> oh, I thought you were throwing to me. <laughs> like, I don't know what. What did you think I was calling large. you? <laughs> what did you think I was calling you? I don't know. I was waiting for you to finish, and then it turned out you were uh, talking to someone else. I don't know what portion <laughs> of many other people. I don't know what portion of global Christians are Protestants. I don't either. If you ask about half of the Protestant sects, they would say that all real Christians are Protestants. Yes, but, right. including but but that there's no such thing as a Protestant because you would have to protest against something that doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> popery. Yeah. Uh Pope Popery? Yeah. Like, uh, that's what that's what the whole thing was about. The cement air sense? Yeah, scent, Protestants, Protestants were like, What's all this scent business about? That's pagan bullshit. Wait, is Popery designed to smell like the Pope? No, it's designed to smell like the white smoke of having not elected a Pope. So the smell of disappointment. Yes. I see. <laughs> or those those few moments uh every generation in which Catholics are free. Is that how it works? <laughs> yeah. When there's no pope, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> no, you just don't feel you just don't feel bad about going about your daily life. I see. <laughs> that would, that'd be amazing. That would be so great. That would be amazing if that was the rule. <laughs> yeah, go nuts. Oh no! The, like the bishops like keep coming out every once in a while. Well, yeah, we haven't figured it, we haven't figured it out yet. Uh, back to debauchery, I guess. Right. <laughs> That's how they yeah, put it meanwhile, really casually. Yeah, it's it's the uh, it's it's actually the uh, the factual underpinnings for that series of movies, The Purge. It's about the Pope being gone. Yep. Okay. Cool. Uh, Crow City of Angels. Also about the Pope being gone. Yes. Wait, is that what that movie is about? Yes. People going nuts. I think so. Oh. No one saw Crow City of Angels. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I guess you could have just gone with the first, the Crow movie. Is that also about people going nuts? Yeah. It's like, about yes. like a couple people going nuts. It's like a gang of people, a loose confederation of individuals. Right. Did Devil's Night, the concept, exist before the Crow? Oh, yeah, yeah. What? That is a very common thing that is, like, that has existed for centuries. It seems like... Like, you've already made Wait, basically... I've forgotten what the... Devil's Night is the night before Halloween. Oh. Which seems dumb. The night before Halloween? Halloween? Yeah, because Halloween is already basically the Devil's Night because it's the night before All Saints Day or whatever. Yeah, right? Isn't that the whole thing? Like, all the saints are asleep, so the devil can just <laughs> go nuts? Yeah, all the saints are going to bed early for their big day the next morning. <laughs> yeah, they've got an important business meeting. <laughs> With their Japanese boss. Yeah. So the devil the runs around. Pope. They have to, yeah. They have to do their Japanese, their Japanese, their Japanese pope boss. Yeah. that's going to make them do calisthenics before their big business meeting. Eighties racist. 
Is it? I think just the m- contemporary American understanding of Japan in the 80s was just generally somewhat racist, right? Yeah. Uh, sure. I'm pretty sure in the, in the 80s we just thought of like, we th- literally thought they were all like, all wearing business suits, making TVs. Yeah, they, like, <laughs> they would put on a three-piece shark skin suit. Yeah. And they would go assemble our televisions. I feel like anytime like the, like at least one of the main thrusts of white culture is not guilt, then <laughs> racism abounds more. What now? That's a good point. Yeah, 80s like, was pretty 80s carefree. Was all, yeah. 80s was all about, you know what? We're being too socially conscious and it's ruining the country. We need to just say, fuck it. This is all going to work out somehow. Put on your glasses. It's cool. Sunglasses, yeah. of course. Yeah. At night. Ray-Bans. So I can. So I can. So <laughs> you're saying... I don't know the next lyric. <laughs> You're saying we were having such a good time yeah. that we inevitably were more racist? Yeah, yeah. because we'd, we'd forgotten ourselves. Yeah. The oh, only thing that keeps I white see. people from just being uncontrollably racist yeah. is a series of arbitrary manners that we've set up for ourselves. <laughs> right. Wow. That is Otherwise, we would get less stuff. If we were more racist? No, if we were, if, if, when we are less racist, yeah. white people. When the proud white race is less racist, uh-huh. we get less stuff. Oh, because we don't make anything. No, because we have <laughs> we have to acknowledge that there are other people in the in, on the globe that deserve stuff, like you know malaria medication. Yeah, like when you're in power, oh, yeah, you have to like actively spread that power. You have to like think about it. Otherwise, wait, you're just going to keep on grabbing wait, that power. Spread what? Spread power, wealth, <laughs> socialism. <laughs> uh, that doesn't sound like the eighties at all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you use yeah, you just Wait, did I just figure it out? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Like the eighties was all about concentrating that like power all up in all that's up in the sweet, sweet sweet, sweet <laughs> white erection. <laughs> <laughs> that is not where I was headed, but I I think Notice that even the drugs in the eighties were white. Oh yeah! See, wow! Yeah, that was so. <laughs> so cocaine was just a statement, like we are going to use the purest, whitest drugs. Yes, we don't need any of your gross, discolored <laughs> other stuff. Yeah, brutish, brutish intoxicants. Yeah, huh? Yeah. So if you, so basically, listeners, if you like the eighties, you're racist. And uh, that's actually pretty fair. <laughs> I mean, by modern by modern standards, at any moment in history, yeah. I think it's fair to say that if you like the decade before, you're a little bit more racist. Well, sure, but I mean, we're a little further than a decade before. I know, now. but like three decades before is like triple a little bit more racist. Triple racist? No, triple, triple a little, little bit more racist. Oh, I see. Like, if you're yearning for the simpler time of the 19-teens, yeah. Yeah. like, there is almost no chance that you're not creating a fenced razor wire compound that says whites only on the gate. Well, I mean if you I mean if you're if you're dreaming of like the simpler time of the 19 teens you're like missing when fascism seemed innocent. Yeah. It was a viable it was a viable opinion about world government structure. <laughs> it was something to consider. Yeah. Just something to consider. Well, this is a wild idea. I'll give this a go. Yeah. No, it no. It wasn't a wild idea at all. It was it was literally like it was literally one of two competing ideas for how the world should work. Yeah, and two ideas was pretty revolutionary. That's, That's a good point. That is that fair. That is a solid point. That is fair. I might be thinking of the twenties. <laughs> yeah. When there was upwards of two ideas. Because <laughs> women could vote. Eventually. Yeah. Women could vote and like vampires were just going crazy. <laughs> I mean they were all ghosts by then. Because <laughs> right. they were murdered because by Biff, Biff was Tanner. Just, oh, I forgot he murdered them in the 1880s for some reason. Yeah, to keep the thema- to keep the thematic through line of the franchise, he has to go back to 1885, where Biff is a murderer, vampire murderer. Before Even- his family has come to a, the New World, exactly, which no one was calling the Mad New World. Dog, by that point. <laughs> Mad Dog Tanner, whatever the fuck his name was, had to change his name from. 
Wait, we're dealing with the same tannin? It's 1885. Yeah, he had to change his... It's the same year. He had to... uh, (laughs) It must be the same guy. How many people in the world look exactly like Biff? Well, if you go back enough generations, then there are a bunch of Biff ancestors. He Anglo-Saxonized his name from Schlick to Hoon Tannen. Yeah. To Mad Dog Tannen. So what you're saying is Mad Dog Tannen wasn't a bad guy. What? He was just like... He was a misunderstood crowd. He, he's yeah. a misunderstood he, vampire genocider. Again, vampires are unholy monsters. Yeah, you're, How you're dare on the you. wrong side of history <laughs> here, Dan. Like, that sounds like someone read the Lutheran Bible. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because no, because that would be like adding stuff in. What are you talking Bible? about? Wait, which direction are we going now? I don't remember. We'll be right back. How can the show be back? Uh, Marty, you have to stop Martin Luther from posting the 96 theses. What I'm saying is... Number 96 is kill all vampires. <laughs> what I'm saying is generally, if you're not like brooding in 13, the vampires are the bad guys. <laughs> what about... If you're 13 years old, yeah. do you really know enough about the world to brood? You think you do. Yeah. Snap! 13-year-olds. Yeah, You don't know nothing. You don't know shit. Hold on. Yeah. I'm actually starting to understand old people now because, like, (laughs) I feel like I have a right to shit on 13-year-olds because I was 13. Yeah. Um, Uh Uh-huh. And that's my entire logic. No. I understand old I people. Think I think that's a flawless argument. I totally feel like I can make fun of teens because I know how dumb I was when I was a teen. I'm still that dumb, though. <laughs> <laughs> but now I hide it a little more sure, often. Sure. Right. Well, you got and it. have more resources with which to hide yeah, it, you really, got, you is got the your idea. big boy yeah. job and your big boy house. I've, there's so many layers over our brooding 13-year-old selves. Right. I have, like, a trunk to and stick things in. And that's what's called... Depression. <laughs> You're welcome, Western adults. Yeah, my 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 love, my desire to be uh, basically brooding thirteen year old vampire. Yeah. It has so many filters over it, right? That it comes off pro vampire murder. Yes, but that's okay because you're white. Yeah, sure. And therefore, there Closer is a drug to being for a that. Vampire. Oh well, also that. Uh, Were they white though? I mean, what? But I mean, like, in a... <laughs> they never saw the sun. But like in a, like... Well, unless they were Blackulas, yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, all right. You're just going to give up on that? I don't know. Reason? I just, uh... Nah, forget it. Were you about to try to make some claim about Eastern Europeans? I was, and I was trying to <laughs> racial yeah, purity. Wait, wait, wait. Were you going to do, like, a 30s racist thing? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, it's we're we're continuing on with our story, so we have to start traveling to different years. You know, it's really odd. It it just All occurred right. to me that most of that, like, were you gonna say weird and decided <laughs> odd weird, was better? Weird and odd. War odd. Uh, well, you know, it's wad. Yeah. <laughs> um, throw your wad out here. Like so, so Irish people are white now, right? Yeah. And I mean, Italians mm-hmm. and Italians are white now most of the time. But even without. Even without like claiming or acknowledging it, Eastern Europeans kind of still aren't white because most of the Eastern Europeans aren't white. Like racism from like the twenties and thirties, no, was wrapped up in assuming that all Eastern Europeans were Jews. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Like Eastern Europeans still definitely has like an other in the zeitgeist. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just a weird thing to but me. But I mean, like, like, I think, like, now the other is more just uh, Borat flavor. All Eastern Europeans are, are anti-Semites instead. That's also very... Because all the Jews left and came to America. <laughs> oh. Maybe that's why all the Jews left and came to America? I don't know. Somebody Google pogrom or pogrom <laughs> or pogrom and email us about it. Well, <laughs> Wow, that's very open-ended. Howbadcast at gmail.com. Oh, God. No, no, no. I just realized this ends up on the internet. Don't, don't, don't Google Pogrom and email us about it, internet. Yeah. I would not like to hear the internet's thoughts on on anti-Semitism. I mean, you already do enough, I imagine, if you go to the right YouTube videos. I mean, I've played a video game online ever in my life. I've right. heard plenty of the internet's thoughts <laughs> uh, about anti-Semitism. Indeed. I got loud mouth again. Why are <laughs> you sure do? Why are so many 
anti-Semitism I don't understand. Oh, yeah. As opposed to, like, other bigotry? No, well, other bigotry, other bigotry, like, at least is, like, is founded in, is founded in, like, misinformation and, like, bizarre, like, this person is less than me bullshit. Uh Uh-huh. Like, anti-Semitism, for some reason, is like, I don't understand these people at all! Do they turn into bats at night or steal children or look just like me? I couldn't pick one out in the crowd. I hope they burn. I don't understand what people think they're angry at. Like, a full-on, like, southern, like, hillbilly bigot. Yeah. That dude knows why he's angry. Yeah. (laughs) Anti-Semites, I don't think, understand why they're angry. This is taking a fascinating turn. I don't know. Do they know why they're angry, or do they think they know why they're angry? Oh, they think they know oh, why they're angry. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Pop psychology. Bum, 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 bum. No, no, no. They totally just think they know why they're angry. I don't think most anti-Semites have that. Uh, I don't think they have even that. It like it's it's normally just like take that Jews. <laughs> like, why are you blaming this on the Jews? Because the Mexicans? What? It does pop up in weird places. Yeah, it that's does. what I'm saying. Is it it's does, like yeah. it's like. It's like there's a like almost all anti-Semitism now, and like I'm sorry to the like Jewish Defense League or whatever who thinks that I'm minimizing the problem of anti-Semitism. I am not. Um, <laughs> but almost all anti-Semitism now is just like a guy sitting around going, you know what this situation calls for? Racism. But I can't put my finger on what kind. Jews. <laughs> so you're <laughs> so you're saying <laughs> Jew anti-Semitism is like the it's like the, the, it is literally the asterisk wildcard character of oh, racism. I see. Okay. By the way, if you uh, if you are a representative of the Jewish Defense League and you're listening to this podcast, um, you know you could also write us. Yeah. At howbadcast uh, at gmail dot com. I would just I would just howbadcast at gmail dot com. What do I be, do? <laughs> I don't know. You had just uh, you haven't been reliable lately. Yeah. I just did it like two seconds <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah, but but you were encouraging the internet to email us about anti-Semitism. Yeah, you Dan, were... you got to filter this stuff. Yeah, that's your job. Fine. Steve Montenegro is our brooding thirteen-year-old. Marty, you must go back and say habedcast at gmail dot com before Mike does and makes it all gross and weird. Also, the but, murder thing. Don't forget about the murder thing. First, go back to 1885 and stop me from being murdered by Biff Tanner. This great, I'm pretty sure great the vampires, I'm pretty sure the vampires are just a contemporary stand-in for, for terrifying Jews that come in the night. Uh, wait. Uh, Is the coming in the night part of the, like... Standard anti-Semitism? Just being, just before, before electric or gaslit uh, homes and towns existed, I imagine night was scarier than it is now. Yeah, but isn't, like, one of the big things people assume about Judaism in general is that once the sun goes down, they just hang out in their house and don't do anything? I think that that's, I think that that's a tenant of Judaism for a single day. Sure. And it probably has more meaning than just hang out in your house and don't <laughs> no, do anything. I'm saying from the like, perspective of people who think that they are vampiric child stealers. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going from that naive of a place. But what are they doing in there? Are they actually in there? Oh, you can't right. see them. All the lights are out. It's maybe if you open the curtains, there's just a cloud of bugs. But they'd still be in there then. <laughs> well, I'm arguing the opposite. <laughs> All I'm saying is that modern anti-Semitism makes less sense to me in its in its application. Oh, a bunch of vampires moved in next to me. I had to turn on the stove for them. God! <laughs> so you... I have, I, have very spe- I know very specific stories from, like, some... I was going to say, this seems more anecdotal than an understanding of the Torah. <laughs> Oh, guys, remember when this show was just about talking about Back to the Future? <laughs> <laughs> and now we've, like, been teetering on the edge. Oh, 20 teens oh. racist. This episode was 20 teens racist. I don't think it was. I think it was specifically 20 teens anti-racist. Well, teens. one would hope. Yeah, we're in the 20 teens. Oh, contemporary racism. Yeah. Yeah. Where we just spout vaguely informed <laughs> statements about other people. Where we, like, try to be ironically racist right, and, like, in the process reveal our own racism. Yeah. 
I, I'm gonna def- I'm gonna give ourselves credit and say just our own just blatant naivete. And Look, you guys, we're of- white. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> no, it's, I, that is the short way of saying what I was about to say. Yeah, <laughs> actually, all I'm saying is that I I don't get anti-Semitism. Well, I don't doesn't get, make sense. I don't get any of those. Would well, yes, any the flavor. reason the reason that the hillbilly is very upset doesn't make sense to me either. I'm not saying like. Racism against blacks. Yeah. Uh, which is how you have to say that because you're being politically correct. Uh, well, wait. What's... I'm pretty sure most super racists uh, use less polite terms. Oh, I don't think they would use the word for racist, people of color. Though, um, in general, right? I don't know. Like, don't the white pride people, aren't they all about, yeah, I'm racist? Oh. Uh, I don't know. I... I think that they're all about, like, yeah, I'm racist. I don't think racists should mix. <laughs> yeah, I guess, like, the really, I guess like the yeah, really when, actualized white pride worldwide dude. <laughs> I guess you do have to be pretty actualized in your racism. To yeah, like, like just I think declare. they're pretty open about the fact, like, yeah, I'm a big old racist. <clears throat> I wish more black people were big old racist. That way, they wouldn't let their black people children near my white people children. Oh, I see. My uh, my my current live-in girlfriend. Uh-huh. Uh This is like two episodes in a row that we've not named her but mentioned that I she know. exists. It's weird. By the way, you guys. And she's she tried to get credit for seriousizing the relationship by moving into the same space. <laughs> oh, yeah, things, pretty good. things move fast in one episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that was where I was going with that. Thanks for calling it out. No Dan. problem. She uh, relates a story. She has related a story to me about when she lived in Texas. Where uh, in Texas? I don't remember. Ugh. Does it matter? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess if you're, like, living in basically Mexico, that's one thing. But anyway, Like, one of her, like, uh, friends or friend circle or whatever, like, basically, she was, like, the one black kid. Mm. Yeah, we should clarify at the top of this story. Right. That, uh, that I feel like while this, we are white. I feel like the story <laughs> as it unwound probably would have made that clear. But well, Just then? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So... <laughs> At the time, she was the one black kid. Now, right. of course, she's white as the driven snow, and so we can be in a relationship. Yeah. Thankfully, you're not miscegenating. <laughs> a word that is, has only racist uses and thus pretty much doesn't exist any longer. Right. Indeed. Uh, but anyway, like, uh, she had a, a friend who came up to her. Yep. And he's like, hey, can I talk to you for a what second? What age are we talking here? I, like, high school? Sure. He's like, can I talk to you for a second? I'm thinking about joining the KKK. Do you think that's cool? What? And like, and like not in like an in-your-face, no, like legitimately asking her opinion about him joining the KKK. Is this cool? Yeah. Like, could we still, was he asking like, hey, can we still be friends? Basically, Ooh. will you still be cool with me if I do this? Oh. Now, did he have a good reason for wanting to <laughs> I I think that. I think the reason I'm he gave. I'm gonna have to ask her about this next time I see her yeah, because, like, is, yeah, this is this is bad second hand. Like, we should we should bring her in here and have. We this. absolutely should. Yeah, this is. In fact, amazing. I think we have no choice now. All right, you know what? I'm gonna leave this as a cliffhanger. Cliff- they will be the they'll be the ghosts. The the clansmen will be the ghosts in next episode's second Halloween <laughs> spectacular. Oh sure, because you know what's really scary? What the clan? Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, they have no beef with us. We're white. Yeah, sure. I mean, and they'd, they'd and be, not noticeably Jewish. They'd certainly be Catholic. disappointed in us, though. Yeah. Like, they'd, you know. Mike's they'd, miscegenating. They'd, well, right? sure. I'm, I was raised Catholic and a gypsy. Um, <laughs> uh, things that I wouldn't tell them if they were here. Sure. Depending on what their numbers were. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. If I thought I could win a fight against them. <laughs> Were you raised a gypsy? No, I was raised Catholic and am a gypsy. Okay. Oh. Which I, I guess when you put it in those terms, instead of using, you know, a proper, more, <laughs> like, ethnographically appropriate term, yeah. makes it sound like it's a white, a, a wife style, a lifestyle, <laughs> um, which it kind of was. We moved around a lot as a child. Sure. Probably sure. not because my parents were stealing other children, but there's well. just the two of us. But <laughs> Hold on. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know what... I don't know what that box of noodles and seasoning was helping. <laughs> what? Wow. <laughs> what? I'm pretty sure I just accused my parents of feeding us neighborhood children. Oh. Yeah. In a box? Stolen children help- helper. Yeah. 
Like hamburger helper. Aha. Aha. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. I'm all over it now. My parents, <laughs> I, I do remember my parents meeting with realtors in each new town that we went to and proclaiming, does it have a secret basement? A secret basement. <laughs> Wait, are you sure your parents weren't vampires? Oh, shit. Yeah, because they use Wait, a secret basement. Are for... we sure that vampires aren't just stand-ins for, for scary gypsies <laughs> in literature? That oh, actually might I... be more true. Yeah, that's probably more accurate. Than your first assumption. In the 1820s. Yeah. Did most Central and Northern Europeans know the difference between Jews and gypsies? I this think... is a legit question that I don't know the answer to. Email us. At... That I absolutely <laughs> expect Dan to have had the answer to, and he did not. Sorry. So what good are you? Uh, I can say the email address. No! Do not encourage the <laughs> internet to email us about Judaism. Well, well, I moved to the vampire thing. Purely on the basis that you mentioned realtors. <laughs> like, the main thing I took from the main thing I took from reading the actual Dracula story is, is that like, he buys what? property. This is about real estate. <laughs> <laughs> That's that is not. It's like the first half of the book. That well, is not yeah. inaccurate. I um, mean, he does buy up some property in London. I think that the point was... Wants to sell his castle or whatever. I think the point was... No, was, this I is... I don't think he was... Was he selling the or castle? No, that's right. He wanted to He wanted to get the guy to like help him write up the I'm paperwork. I'm very motivated. Do you, do you know anyone who wants this he needed castle? Help, he needed help write up the paperwork to like move shit to England, right? Uh, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, to get... His affairs in order. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I think the point was... And his scares in order. No, no, you're now fired from this podcast. <laughs> Come on. Marty, you have to go back and stop me from making that horrible <laughs> pun on the podcast. It's all I have left. I'm nothing but a... Well, you've shown remorse even though it fizzled out. But a specter floating through reality. I cannot even touch the world. Thanks to Mad Dog Dan <laughs> um, <laughs> and his wooden stake revolver. <laughs> that revolver would be huge. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, have you not seen... Biff was like, a big guy. Yeah, have you not seen Wolverine Van Helsing? Uh, no. I haven't either. I've t I'm told... The Does he have, like, a revolver? I think he has, like, all sorts of crazy He definitely has, gadgets. like... I'm pretty sure he definitely has some sort of, like, saw glove or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, he's got a... Look, I didn't make it through it. All I know about that movie, a friend I passed of mine, out drunk. A friend of mine who saw it, all he had to say about it was sparks. I was like, "What?" He's like, "Sparks, sparks all the time." <laughs> like that's all he took away from that movie. Yeah, because the only way to get through it is to drink both malt liquor and caffeine. Ugh. All right, sparks. Sparks, sparks is a uh, like drastic upgrade from real estate. What are you talking Life about? Life has really changed that's from, classic, like, 1890s that's a classic like, piece of gothic literature. I know. I think the point was or that even... Or are you talking even... about uh, Coppola's movie, where it's about <laughs> real estate and werewolf assaults? Cans. No. He's just <laughs> cans. He's just... It's just a coffin full of cans. <laughs> that... That was for... You may be misremembering <laughs> that film. That's for all our speed fans out there. <laughs> All right, uh, this episode yeah, is very Francis, done. Francis Ford Coppola's Speed. <laughs> oh, my God, that'd be amazing. It'd be three hours long. There'd be so many boobs for no for reason. no reason. <laughs> Every time... Whoa. Uh, is uh, it Dracula? Oh, my God. Uh, um, no, Dan, that is the modern... Uh, that is the modern Dracula, a dehumidifier that oh. I forgot to turn off. <laughs> yeah. It's getting dry down here, so it's not on all the time. Did I just date the episode? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Like, I mean, we we already kind of did, given all of the Halloween references we've been making. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we should, yeah, we should just, like, you know, move to... to the to... Boomidifier. Oh, God. <laughs> you don't get to you don't get to plug anything, then. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, but he has the only uh, seasonal... plug. Oh, <laughs> plug it for him, then. Uh, oh, come and see uh, Dan... <laughs> Uh, and friend of the show, Sydney Oxpro. Any other friends of the show doing this thing? Uh, yeah. Maria. That's good enough. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, tell us who. Uh, Maria and Eric Heiberg are, all, are in the second, the zombie show at 930. Survivors of the Survivors undead. of the Undead Plague. Yep. Uh, 
And this is on Friday nights. Friday nights, huge theater, 8 o'clock and 9.30. Buy your tickets in advance online for a discount. Whoa. Share it on social media for another discount. Boom. Do you have to like bring is there like, in like a copy of your Facebook page? Is there like a discount no, I, asymptote? Or? I think I haven't done it myself, but I think you literally just like press a like tweet before you buy, and then it's like here you go, and knocks another dollar. Oh, oh, that's pretty convenient. I think that's yeah. how it worked. I have I do not know if that's true. <laughs> that's uh, pretty. That's anywho, a thing, give it a shot. Friday, Friday in October, Spooky Time Improv, Creature Feature. <laughs> Uh, improvised monster movie followed by Spires of the Is there a Shining Time station, uh, like a haunted Shining Time station that the Spooky Time improv part is? Uh, There could be because if you tweet (gasps) at Huge Theater (gasps) with the hashtag creature tweet with your idea for a monster... They might put it up on the big board and then that will be the monster for the Everybody insist on a, a, a... Mutated George Carlin mixed with Ringo Starr as a conductor. Or perhaps a Docula Brown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That is solid. God, Docula Brown. That's Amazing. So, uh. Um, uh, yeah, that's it. All right. HugeTheater.com. Buy tickets in advance. It's cheaper and uh, better for you. Good plug, Mike. <laughs> yeah, good job, Mike. Thanks. I, I liked it a lot. That was your best one ever. Yep, sure Probably. was. Marty, you have to stop Mike from laughing his blast off. You've ruined it. Oh, no. <laughs> You've given away the end of the show. I thought you were just going to go straight through and like. Oh, sure. I can do that. Marty, you have to go back to Thursday nights at Galactic Pizza. Sign up at 930. Right? Yep. Show at 10 for the Galactic Pizza open mic. And Comedy laugh. open mic. Comedy open <laughs> mic. That's right. There's two of them. You'll laugh your blast off and then blast away. Biff Tannen before he murders all the vampire stand-ups that are clearly there despite the garlic. Ha, ha, ha. Vampire jokes. You just say, like... Is that it? Can you just say blood once? Just say blood? Yeah. (laughs) Why? Because you're a vampire. Say it. (laughs) Like, blood. (laughs) Yeah, but I like keep the Doc Brown in there. On how can the show be bad? <laughs> Marty, it's powered by blood that I stole from Libyan terrorists. <laughs> but is it the blood of Gaddafi? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, wow. On now. how can the show be bad? <laughs> In a coffin. Every morning. Lies a body. Cold and still. But tonight, dear, he'll awaken, shoe and go out to drink his fill in a castle in Transylvania.